Matt Gates Matt told a bunch of uh, people that abortion rights protesters are 350-pound fat women that could never get pregnant. Dude, he is a representative of a group of human beings. And he said it to kids at Turning Point USA, which is like that one, what's his name, like Charlie Ward or whatever, who's like this vile... Whatever. And Matt Gates is like a pedophile and shit, dude. He pays it money was... to have sex. Like, he is... Yep. And he crosses state lines with people <laughs> underage. Like, what is he talking about, dude? He's, Crazy. It, that's, it's just deflection, man. It's just... Mm-hmm. Uh, 100%. Don't, don't, don't look at the hand that the magician's holding the fucking... Uh, the ball in. Keep your eye on the cup. You know what I mean? It's just don't... irony. You know, I mean, it's funny because, like, the state of affairs and politics at this point is, like, say the opposite of what you are. Like, these conservatives are all so crusty vile, dude. They're all Craigs, you know what I mean? They're Craigin' around, and they're just, I don't know. You went on that Craig rant, it just made me immediately think of Matt Gates cartoonishly. Like, his head is really long and wide, but his eyes and nose and everything is, like, so centered to his face. It's like he's, like, got a whirlpool that's pulled it, all of his parts into the center of his head. He's one of the ugliest what, men I could imagine. I mean, You know what they say that is, right? What? You know, you know they say that's a sign of inbreeding. Like when your features get closer together like that? Oh, like some fucking Habsburg chin shit? Uh-huh. Oh, yep. tight. All right, Matt yeah. Gates. Yeah, you inbred fucking pedophile disgusting inbred piece of shit. son of a bitch. Well, I you mean... You fucking... Hit... Dis- By the way, if anybody heard that and doesn't understand the Craig reference, you don't have to. We don't have a problem with people named Craig. I know a Craig that's actually pretty cool. He's chill. He's in He's in. My Hawaii. dad's middle name is Craig. Well, that's something that's something. <laughs> uh your dad is a, a wonderful person i wrote a song about him yeah so it's it's that's, a great song it's really good it's gr- great song robert slush's dad loves rock and roll so you know canadian tuxedo canadian tuxedo he's he's better than matt gates that's for sure because matt gates is just a disgusting piece of fucking pedophile shit that can go choke on fucking food and die in a fucking I don't know. What's that steakhouse that the one crybaby dude that hates women and, and got rid of abortion rights? Uh, Ka- Brett? Brett? Brett Kavagane? Yeah, Kavanaugh, that. That's another fucking... Who fucking names these kids? Or they're just like, you're going to be a disgusting conservative piece of fucking trash. A rapist. Your name is Brett. The rapist for Brett 100. So anyways, I just woke up. There's a lot of anger coming from somebody that just woke up and is not in a bad mood at all. So I'm going to just say that this is... This is... Hold up. This... This is... Is it worse than 311? See, that was beautiful. This man... He's a professional, a consummate professional who just woke up to do this podcast so I can go early to drink cocktails for a week until my liver's destroyed in New Orleans. Well, to be Thanks. fair, we could have done it a little bit later, but uh, the people in my neighborhood want me to go to the bar with them, and the bar has um, uh, pinball, and, and I, I've been so locked in from COVID and everything and just working and not leaving that like there's not pinball in my area. And I love pinball enough where I'm just going to say pinball a few times in a row. Pinball. um, Pinball. And, um, yeah, so uh, really it's, it's, um, even though I don't have the money to go, I'm more interested in playing pinball than than doing the podcast. Pinball? Um, well, that's good. It works out either way. I'm glad that, uh, I'm sorry you had to wake up a little earlier than you maybe would have wanted to, but I'm going to go eat dinner after this. So... Thanks for that, too. No, I was just out late, too, because now with the new job working at a real bar and not a fake bar, (laughs) I'm out a little late. They don't stay open until 2, though, so that's it's still positive. Yeah, that's chill. That's fine. We close up at 10. I'm done doing all my my shit by 11, 30, 12. Dude, that's incredible. The owners are the type of people that are like, you're cleaning the place, and they're sitting at the bar having a drink. Being like, why don't you pour yourself a shot while you're cleaning? You know, <laughs> so nice, dude. Uh, yeah, and then the like right down the street, across the street from the fucking uh, bus stop, is a uh, a little place that has pinball, and and they only serve uh, beer and wine. They they serve beer and wine 
Underberg, like the little bottle of Underberg, and um, uh, they have a hidden pint of knockoff Fireball. Heck yeah! <laughs> so if you if you want a shot, they have a couple of like fireball type i think some like schnapps maybe that's hidden and Love it's not fireball. on display you have to know that they have it and you have to like request anything other like otherwise you're getting beer and maybe a hard seltzer nice yeah. great all beer cash and hard seltzer dude double all cash uh no no card all cash oh, and fucking uh uh kitchen like is nothing but a fryer that stays open most of the night and it's like a ten dollar plate of fries and and chicken wings. Fuck yeah, dude! Or, Whoa, or like, fi- like eleven fifty for fish and chips. What? Uh, this sound, it sounds like Snake and it. Jake's in uh, New Orleans. Uh, I, was is Snake? Where's Where's Snake and Jake? Snake Have and I been Jake's, there? I don't know. It was in the Carrollton area. It was near where I lived toward the end. It was like on the other side of town from the Bywater. But it's like this oh, little no. lounge and like. It's super small. I feel like they were cash only. Maybe they're not anymore, but they were definitely cash only for a long time. And like, it's just like crusty. It's near Loyola and Tulane, so it's like, like a hidden dive college bar, but it's also like just a divey locals bar. And it's super crusty and just a delight. There's like the back patio furniture that's like overgrown, you know. But like everyone hangs out there, and it's it's great. It's an incredible place. There's no food, but you know, New Orleans does a lot of just like booze hard, don't feed yourself type of shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Dude, I've yet to find. To... Maybe it's because I'm like fucking got kids and shit, but I don't have a dive bar in San Diego. I did have a dive bar in Fresno though, and that was fucking awesome. Like it was so divey, like they didn't have taps, so if you got beer, it was <laughs> only in bottle, right? High life, <laughs> Bud Lights and shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, Heineken, yeah. fool. So like I I had been going because it was not too far from my house, and I would skate there, and like this is where I set up like major connections. <laughs> Because, you know, those nights when you're, like, literally by yourself with enough beer for, like, one beer or enough money for one beer. And then, uh, but, like, it got to the point where I'd roll in with, like, friends or other people and we sit at the bar and they're, like, already cracking my beer open and being, like, gonna need some ID from you, though. <laughs> you're like, they're, yeah. like, wait, what? And you're, like, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, New That's Orleans, like- one of the fav- our favorite things to do in New Orleans, me and Nancy would go to the West Bank or, like, Go to one of the suburbs and go to the, like, conservative biker bars and shit. And, like, they're everywhere, right? Like, because it, because alcohol is legal in a different way in Louisiana and the New Orleans area. Like, you can buy daiquiris to go, for instance. Like, insanity. Like, you can drink in your car. Like, they're saying don't drink and drive. You can't put the straw on. But are you fucking kidding me? It's a drive through Anyway... We would go to these places and, like, there was this one spot that was, like, in a triangle. You know how, like, sometimes the roads will split in that way and triangle off and it'll be, like, a four-point, five-point intersection? And they had, like, red velvet curtains and, like, the bartender was, like, like uh, this, like you know, old blonde woman, like, smoker for sure. Like, you know, and, like, this incredible bar, just circular mirrors everywhere. And it's just, like, this kind of shit was, like everywhere in new orleans like new orleans and, and louisiana have the best dive bars like it's just crusty as fuck and like there's smoking yeah. cigarettes like a hundred cigarettes you know and like there's casino machines everywhere there's the like slot machine well not the slot machines but the uh you know poker and shit like that yep. and it's just like it's greasy but they're the best places to go like i didn't i never hung out at the bars that were like shishi you know what i mean like it was always the dirty dives like that's just what i like so i don't know yeah. i have a i have a radar for it you know like the nose knows man so like if I if I walk by a bar and uh and it it looks like they didn't even bother to make it look appealing for the public to come inside like maybe they haven't touched the window the storefront for like a long three, time three yeah. four decades <laughs> and and I open the door and I can already smell the old cigarettes even if they quit if they banned smoking 10 years ago. Yeah. And and I know that every single person that's in there lives within walking distance. I am gonna get a fucking drink. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Plain Hell and yeah. simple. That's how that goes. Unless uh, unless I'm I'm terrified. Usually that doesn't happen though. I usually do good with with town folk. I mean, you know, I come looking in, looking like a crusty hipster most of the time. So people give us right. looks once in a while, but like, right? You know, and so sometimes like you walk in and it's a biker bar, and like you should have known by the bikes outside, but like <laughs> you still wanted a fucking rough drink, and you're not, you know, like like that's another thing is with some drinkers, you know, they're 
they get uptight about the oh I'm gonna what's your what's your best pour what's your do you have a 12 year scotch that I could and like those are the people that that have a pro where it becomes like a a movie scene to them you know oh I went into a place and they like put their nose up at me because I I wanted a, a, a 12 year on a with a single cube you know like no you walk <laughs> into these places you're like I, I want fucking well whiskey and a fucking beer no you want jim beam or jack daniels dude you like you right get, you get like the the american spirits that everyone is drinking in the damn bar and if you're getting well you're getting heaven hill and that shit's not right you get evan williams you get you get jim beam you get something that's like super it's american a, and you get a bud. high you get a bud or a high life and you and that's what you do and that's it I, I get clowned on all the time because I do my bromosis shit and I'll get like a high life and I'm like, can I get some orange juice? And the guys at the bar will clown on me. And that it's always like it's always funny because yeah, it's like they clown on me. But that's like the in, you know, like they're like, oh, this little fucking dude does this dumbass thing. And it's like, yeah, no. Ha, ha, ha. And then we're friends. So, yeah. and like, they get to clown on me, you know. You and get real toxic about your alcoholism. That's funny. <laughs> I like, mean, yeah, but it's still beer, so you're not a total pussy. Yeah, right. it's funny. It's like, but, you know, that's the expect, the, 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 the like response I expect. So it's like, whatever. And it's funny to me. So we just laugh yeah. and then we chat about where we're from. And then it's, you know, as long as it doesn't devolve into politics, it's fine. Usually. Or religion. Uh, I mean, pretty much let's talk about the weather and shit. But Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah hot as fuck I mean, out there, huh? Give, so given, hot. <laughs> given who we are, like, given who we are, you can't just like start a conversation about something silly like music because you know you never know where it's going to go. Speaking of, hey, this is the is it worse than three eleven end of month roundup? Which, what, 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 what we're going to do here is we're going to we're going to take all the new releases and we're going to round them up like cattle there, partner. Yeah. Then, then. yeah, before you before you go down to your townie bar. And uh, you, you got to round, round up all the new albums and take a listen. And then at the end of our little roundup, we do a review, an end of the month review. It's all this end of the month stuff for all the new shit that happened. Because we're always talking about old shit here. And we want you to know that we we, we stay current. There's new we're stuff. Just, we, we stay yeah. current. We're current. We're fine. All Believe right. us, okay? Listen, listen to the fucking <laughs> my, podcast. My like, opinion we, matters. Next, uh, next episode of podcast, The Smiths. <laughs> it's, 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 it isn't just 70s, 80s, and 90s bands that we talk about. And uh, you know what? Well, there's also, 2000s uh, as well. Yeah, and I, I will point out that uh, so everybody, all three of you that listen, know uh, we will be doing shorter stuff sooner or later, like next year. We're just getting the big stuff out of the way to some degree. So, uh, you know, stick around or whatever. <laughs> We're funny. And yeah, we said. Or whatever. We might be. Some people listen to us. I don't know why. I, I don't, don't know why. Where am I looking for here? I need my notes. Okay. Stuff that came out. That's what we're talking about. The month of July. July. This is America's birthday month, so it's it's all kinds of America's America birthday. I, I, has this year just been not great for releases, or am I just like missing things? No, it's been pretty lax. Like the fact I mean, that I, one of the albums was one of my favorites so far, and it's still not even perfect is says it exactly. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, one that I didn't get to that. <laughs> we wanted to talk about and i completely just i didn't have a chance to was the new black midi oh, oh so good was so good though i, I so bet good. i it bet so i listened good. to like three songs when it came out and then that was as far as i got it's, it's so good wow i i was blown away like it was very it, like not like especially from the last one to this one was like uh-huh. and you're like is it, tim is allen is that up? you did tim allen show up in the in the <laughs> In the yeah. thing, is it ha, 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 ha. nasal <laughs> deep boy does some weird trilly things that sound like Serge Tanking, which cracked me up. Oh. Um, there's a lot of rambling poetry in a different way yes. than it normally is, and also there's a second vocalist. The that horn takes... just going crazy over <laughs> almost everything, <laughs> dude. I hope the horns is the theme because the other album we're going to talk about horns. Anyways, this, the horns on this are right <laughs> though. There's there's cool. this weird there's this weird um 
deviation from track to track that's just sort of, it goes from being really melodic and almost beautiful. Like, you would never describe Black Mini as beautiful music, right? Like, but it's beautiful music. And then it transfers into their fucking fire, jazz, math rock. Chaotic, man. Dissonance, punk, yeah. metal shit that they do. But then they'll transfer right back into this, like, almost sweet voice. I don't know, do you remember Friend Opportunity by Deerhoof? It's like their 2007 album, yeah, and it like vaguely. has these moments where it's like really big blues rock, and the next thing you know, it's like very typical, almost like prototypical indie rock. It does that kind of thing, but in the black midi way, which is really impressive. It's a it's an incredible album. Like I I put it back on today and was like, man, I fucking wish we were reviewing this instead. But had I woken up earlier, or you know, we gone on a little bit later, I might have actually gone through and done some review like because right now i'm realizing that uh fresh out of bed with a bong in my face i'm uh forgetting half of these albums <laughs> like like more what? mother no way i i really i remember really enjoying more mother and i remember not like like it not being like super exciting or anything like pretty chill lots of like spoken type of stuff but and uh like the the content was pretty much what you would expect from more, more mother but i <coughs> i can't actually remember any of those songs it's no but political. it was really good though like the fucking beats and everything on top of just her like basically like fucking poetry was phenomenal like listening through it a couple times so Jazzy, uh, it's jazz. It's yeah. like free it's called jazz, jazz code. Yeah, yeah. It, that's yeah. It's definitely. Yeah, but it was it, like... the bass on it is so like oh, uh, it's got jazzy, <laughs> but it's like you feel it. It's awesome. It uh, feels in like an interconnected piece. That's like as a whole listening through it. Like there's little changes, but it's almost one track, which is a cool concept in its way. I mean, it's not yeah. right. Like there are differences. But, like, it's got this really minor key sort of feel and floats along. And, I, yeah, it was an interesting album. I mean, I didn't know More Mother before this, but I was impressed by it. Oh, More Mother's got some cool stuff. They did a, an album with Billy Woods, like, a year or two ago. Uh, they, they've, they've been doing, like, compilation or um, collaborations with people on and off. And, and I, I would suggest go checking all of More Mother's earlier stuff some of it's even this is this one was uh from what i remember was a lot more accessible interesting okay than than some of the other stuff not that i would call this accessible music it's just the the fact that it was a little more jazzy Hmm. um and it wasn't like it's all minor key but it's not quite as dark as some of the other material they've done uh what i need to know is because we were chatting about it and um I'm just, I, I didn't even write down the name of the album. Jack White, bad. Entering Heaven Alive. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It's so yeah, bad. that. It's bad. It's bad. But you guys thought it was worse than the the one from last year? Or from no, I don't think it was worse. Because the last one was straight up just like, check out each of these Goofy. settings on this guitar pedal. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so I, I didn't think it was worse, but it, this one's bad. It's a, like, it's. But, Robert, you thought it was worse? I'll take line six Jack White rock guitar and blues rock, which is what he's good at, versus schlocky 2005 The Devil Behind Me, downplayed six steps, horribly cheesy and tacky, and ends on some fucking honky-tonk bar, fucking hipster with a goddamn fedora on shit. No, dude, that shit was trash. It was garbage. Man, it's... This is not a good album, and he's not good at playing this kind of music, dude. I don't want to hear him piano his way through a fucking album. Are you kidding me? Give me Jack White on a guitar. That's what I want him on. I do not want him on schlocky, honky-tonk fucking piano beats. It was so... My mom... My mom would listen to it and was like, this shit is cheesy. She's like, this is corny shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. if my mom's saying that shit, you know it's that's some badass shit. My mom listens to cool-ass music, and she was like, nah, fuck this. And I was like, ah, this seems accessible to, like, you know, most people. There's a your mom joke in there somewhere. That's why why I didn't think it was worse, though, because it seemed accessible to some people, whereas the last one was so goofy yeah. and i guess like like if you're looking at it being like well i appreciate that he was being experimental but to me it was it was almost like 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 a chemist being experimental you know what i mean like you can't just start grabbing things and throwing them together whereas this one at least like when that's I how put you it make on, meth are you kidding me I, yeah right I, I don't know how it blew up the trailer uh fucking when you put this one on at least uh, there was nothing where i was like 
why is that sound with that sound? <laughs> you know, like it was, it was so, it was so easily put together, but like, like that it, it didn't bother me that it was just like, well, at least he didn't turn on the fucking tremolo with the fucking auto wah and then pitch shift his vocals 6 million times. See, it, that's where this one dude. was kind of just whatever. Like it was very blase, like forgettable. <laughs> I think the other one was more memorable in that like like like, like clicking bad. through each setting and being like, "All right, I'm going to do a solo with this one now." And you're like, <laughs> I, I, I think that- Making two separate albums in a year and one of them being like the acoustic album and the other one being the rock album is a stupid format anyways and it's trite. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like I a think really it's something he's done too. who's making cool music. Jack White, since the White Stripes, has not made a wonderful album. He's made an okay album, arguably okay at most. And beyond that, it's all just horse shit. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like Jack White and I'm telling you, I want to hear meaty guitar riffs even if they're I, fucking run through a line six, I don't give a I'll, shit. I'll defend. I'll defend the first Dead Weather album, and um, I guess the second. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> specifically Jack White solo. I'm thinking oh, Blunderbuss yeah, no, no, on no, or whatever. No. Like, yeah. although the you fir- know what? After listening to this, this is like a somewhat of a complete side point, but uh, the cover work, his artwork, yeah, on the albums. Now that he has made enough, uh, and that I'm aware, because if you remember when we did the Jack White, the last Jack White album, I was like, wait, there's like five albums here. (laughs) Where the fuck did Jack White make five albums at? Uh, After seeing it, like the collector in me really wanted to go get all the White Stripes albums on vinyl and all of the Jack White albums on vinyl, because it's like. It goes from like all the white stripes have that like stark Distigial. red, white, and yep. black. They always have that. And yeah. then all the the Jack White ones are have like the blue, bright, like that blue and fucking black and white. And it's it looks cool when it's all laid out by itself. You know, when you see them next to each other. I like Jack White. That's the thing is I'm not <clears throat> yeah. like I'm I'm mm-hmm. upset because like unlike mid Ty Seagal albums, which are always good mid albums. What Jack White decided to go from being like like the de- the devil get behind me or whatever from two thousand five, which was a complete change of Satan. sound for um yeah get behind me Satan was a complete change of sound for Jack White and for um, Meg White, but it worked like it was actually good and like it was clean sounds that sound but sounded like they were recorded from a microphone far away and was big and still had that sort of aggression that the earlier music had, which made yeah. it a fun mm-hmm. album to listen to. And so hearing this and it's like run through sixty five different production machines to make album that sounds like nineteen thirties. It's a stupid fucking album well, and it annoyed the and shit there's, out there's of me. A- there's some goofy shit on it too. There's like marimbas that show up, and yeah, it's like it's, almost mm-hmm. jazz. Like this shit sounds like a my what I what I always go to is the microbrewery music. This shit sounds like something where somebody's like, "I'm gonna make some music I could play at the microbrewery that nobody's gonna be really upset about." Because even "Get Behind Me, Satan" had songs that were like like a uh, Red Rain or Red Red Rain or whatever that song was, where it's like heavy and like, yeah. like this song sounds mean and it sounds like you're going out and getting into fucking trouble and like there's going to be bodies left behind. Give me the you know, Walkman. Even the piano Bodies songs. hit the floor, man. And then, <laughs> <laughs> Jack White covers the Disturbed discography. <laughs> That's a cover I can get behind. Anyways, I thought it was dog shit. I that's all. It is dog shit. It I is agree. terrible. I, it's I agree. <laughs> I just if this one was like if if I thought last the last one from months ago was a one, this one's like a one point five for me. That's what I'm saying. Fair. Uh you listen to Bones, huh? I don't need to talk about Bones, but I, you guys would talk about listening to Bones. Bones is alright. I mean it's slow, it's chill hip hop. Like yeah, I like yeah. beats made on um on someone's MIDI keyboard uh through like the cheapest God. app ever. It was yeah. all like like minor sad beats, yep. and he raps silly things. Like I don't know if he's a gun toting ass man, but occasionally he'd bring that up, and I was like, "You're a clown." But I was like, "This is great." I thought it was a fun it's, album. I love it, the it, album artwork too. He looks he's like yeah. he's, he looks like just like white trash hanging out, and he knows it, and he's got the cross in the corner. I think the artwork is dope. Bones has been uh. <clears throat> disappointing as of like a certain point but back in like 2017 that shit was fucking cool did you guys listen to the the old album i sent i put a couple of the tracks on but i felt like i needed to listen to the new stuff so i checked it out i know exactly but like that stuff's 
Mm-hmm. It's actually dark and it's got like this bass that sounds like it's all blown out and like it's going to rattle your fucking speakers to pieces if you put it on and like he'll be like mumbling all quiet and saying some stuff that seems kind of, you know, criminal or bad or whatever. Then all of a sudden that bass will hit and it's like rattling everything. Whereas this, you put it on, it's like, oh, look, rap. I liked I liked the understated sad dark beats on this album but like what i what i was saying to you guys last night is it made me want to listen to max O'Cream's most recent album because it didn't feel like it was like biographic at all it seemed like bravado rap which is sort of annoying mm-hmm. to me and so i was like man i want these beats but i want them a little bit better and i want somebody telling me their life story so i was like i'm gonna yeah. put that max O'Cream on no, it was also because max O'Cream is good max O'Cream kicks yeah the uh you know who else kicks is uh what is it uh, conway the machine is it Hold on, I'm pulling pulling up the name of this album real quick, because it's a fucking collaboration of Conway the Machine and uh, I don't know who the fuck else this is. It's called Big Ghosts Limited, I guess. I didn't get a chance to go through it much, but it was a release this year, uh, uh, this month. What what has been and what cannot be cursed. You might like some of that stuff. The only reason I'm I wasn't gonna talk about it, but the only reason I'm bringing it up now is because you were saying that you like. Maxo Cream, and you like something that has a little more story to it with, like, the dark, kind of, uh, drawn back, lower, slower fucking rap style. You oh, might like some of that. Yeah, this album was pretty cool. Um, what else came out? What else came out? Oh, there's one more thing for sure. Oh, and also Koreantown Oddity just put one out yesterday or two days ago. That shit's... I didn't get through it, but I liked their last album, and I, I enjoyed the songs that I heard for their style. It was dope shit. Uh, I think the only other one we need to talk about, well, two more, two more, two more, two more, and then we'll do the review. Because there's one I really like here, and I shouldn't, but I really like it. Because Municipal Waste put out a new album called Electrified Brain. And it sounds like any Municipal Waste album that's ever been, and they never needed to make this album. There is no point to it. And I just like thrash metal. The end. You're welcome. That's fair. Yeah, I didn't get to uh, listen to that one. It's thrash metal. It's fine. They, oh, you, they have yeah. better albums you could listen to. <laughs> Metro- uh, Tyson. That album what? cover, though. Metric's Formentera <laughs> was an okay album for Metric. It, sh- it, I feel like. Oh, me- I forgot about that. Metric has done this thing where, like, they've gone more electro, which is cool in a way. But they, like, they start the album off with like a ten-minute song called Doom Scroller, which is a cool idea. And they do all this like watered-down Metric stuff. It, I love these bands who are like bands I really love. This is Arcade Fire's last album. Metric did the same thing. They went on like a on a we're old metric band stint, and they're like, "Here's a little bit of our rock and a little bit of our electro, but not as good." And I was like bummed out by it, but it was still an interesting listen. Uh, the Ty Seagal album. Oh yeah, the, hello, one. hello, hi. It was, it was whatever. Plays a lot of acoustic. I yep. like acoustic Ty Seagal. Track three was good because it went it was into good, rock but... and or roll. Yeah, but then he never came back to it. Really, there is another one. Is there another? Is there another rock song on there? I can't remember. Not I, really, it just came I out. I only listened to track four or five, and I gave up because I was like, ah, I don't know, Ty. You're you're boring me with your acoustic. Once again, <laughs> I want Ty Segal the... to rock. I want him to rock. Oh. Like I oh, want him to just be hanging out favorite... in trees playing guitar. That's his problem. Like, my he... favorite Ty Segal is fucking. He is always hanging out in a tree. I feel like with his guitar. <laughs> fucking. Uh, my favorite Ty Segal album is Sleeper, and there's like next to no guitar on, like no electric on it. Hmm. It's one of my favorite. It's ab- like by far one of my favorite fucking Ty Seagal records. Maybe it's because of the way I got exposed to it and everything, but it's still one of my favorite. Um, all right. That's it. That's the roundup. We rounded them all up except for the one. Well, there was the Mars Volta single that was bad, but that was a single. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there was the Death Grip single that I, I shit my pants over and ran around in circles and was super happy about for like a day. <laughs> And then I was like, it's just two Death Grip songs. It literally, it's Death Grip songs that sample other Death Grip songs. Like the beats. But see, the, the... I was stoked to see Mars Volta. And I was like, sweet. And then you play it and you're like, oh. it's oh, bad. Oh, okay. Well, that was I... a thing that I could have not listened to and been fine. Didn't they... Isn't there another? They yeah, released one like a couple they... months ago and it was really bad. It was. 
Yeah, this one wasn't as bad Bam. as the one that was. Okay. A, a, did you hear the one a couple months ago, Perry? No, I don't think I did. Yeek. It's that one is like, uh, <sighs> like they tried to force the Latin flavor in it into it. It, it again. feels like yeah. Okay. Elevator I, no, I, fusion Caribbean. Oh Jesus. And rock. <laughs> that's yeah. That's it's accurate. Grosso McMoso. Anyway, I don't get mm. it. I don't get it at all. Um. Don't get it. Put on at the drive-in instead. I recommend Fucking that a, though. instead. Yeah, that's fucked up that we've gotten to the point where we're now recommending at the drive-in over Mars Volta because, yeah. like, years and years and years ago, the to Mars me, Volta was, like, was fucking way like, right. like yeah. They're like, look, the guys from at the drive-in stopped playing their goofy little proto-punk songs and decided to grow up and and learn their instruments. And uh, I love at the drive-in, dude. Love that. Band. Oh, I really like at the drive-in too. But there was yeah, a moment it's... like Mars Volta was like I I was listening to their albums more than at the drive-in. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got it's into at the diff- drive-in first, so maybe I have a different feeling. I mean, I got into Mars Volta first, but they only had the first album, which did Laos is great. We've talked about it, but I think that uh, Relationship and Command and really all of the oh. stuff that they do is like lo-fi badass shit. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. all about those guys fucking around at yeah, the drive-in. Yeah, way but harder at the make. At the drive-in is way harder, and it well, it's way harder in the way that it's at the drive-in is more concise, and it's yep. this like they well, do three four-minute songs, and then Mars Volta steps in, and they're like, "We're gonna do, we're gonna fucking three, improv and just go yeah, ham on shit." This is a three-minute, this like yep. this three-minute song that exists within this fifteen-minute run of songs. Well, it's like uh, the widow, that, like that fucking. That like there's the radio edit and then there's the real song and it's like the real one is just forever because they just get into this like breakdown and just have it kind of go and you forget because you always hear the radio edit where they completely chop that yeah. part out because <laughs> it doesn't well it's, it's that's the difference there too like like at the drive-in is a band that's like here's some fucking energy like let's let's go fucking hang out at the fucking show. And then Mars Volta is like, I put on the concept album and I took a bunch of mushrooms and I'm not going to leave my bed for the next six hours. So uh, it's, a different, it's a different vibe. Uh, unfortunately, now it's just sucky, I guess. Mm-hmm. I have um, not been impressed with anything I've, I've heard as of late. I was more, I liked Antimask. They're like fucking, that's from like 2014 or some shit. Like one of their side things that they did. That was, that, that to me was a little bit better. As we were talking, like it, it flows more with um, at the drive-in than it does um, the Mars Volta. But I don't yeah, think that's that, the last but, thing that I was impressed with anything that they came out with. But I don't think aging rock artists can maintain that energy. I think that a part of getting older is mellowing out a little bit. I don't, and I'm not trying to like dismiss older the older generation. They're talented guitarists, musicians, whatever. But like we listened to Can just last week. And you have the first three or four albums, and it slowly gets to be more world music. It slows down. Like, I, just, I don't I mean, like, literally, you probably have blown your eardrums out as a musician by the time you get to fucking album 15. Like, I don't expect you to make, like, what, what, when Robert Plant made an album with Alison Krauss, and everyone was like, fuck yeah, this album kicks ass. It's not a fucking Led Zeppelin album, right? It's a fucking country album, because, dog, you ain't making Led Zeppelin no more. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I, uh, I guess to some degree, but then I look at bands like, uh, and I know this is this is not going to work quite right because they are getting old to the point where they literally can't do it anymore. But like ACDC, like you guys keep fucking doing this. It's the same fucking shit over yeah, and over. Yeah, but they just literally yeah. stamp it out. Yeah, like that's it. They're they're not. Are they writing new music? They probably are, yeah. but their concerts yeah. are probably the ones where it's like, oh, here's like two tracks of their new shit, and we're just gonna fucking ride on the wave dude, of our play old the hits. shit. Oh yeah, yep. for yeah. sure, for sure, for a hundred percent sure. Shut up mm-hmm. and play or the hits, like, dude. But like, like uh, metal bands keep a lot of metal bands will keep going, like Slayer, you know. Um, I guess like Anthrax, fucking Scotty Ian from Anthrax, and Scotty Ian from Anthrax well, on I mean, the fucking Metallica Mr. Last Mister Bungle really? album. Uh, we're not gonna that's not are slayer and anthrax Um, (laughs) still making good albums though question mark well slayer's not anymore uh anthrax that's like i like i just said the guy from anthrax did that mr bungle album that was nothing but thrash metal so the guy can obviously still bring it got it even if i didn't like that album very much i was so sad when that came out too (laughs) 
Was, yeah, I'm not Mr. a big Bungle. Anthrax fan. Oh. I fucking, uh, Testament still fucking plays, you know? So maybe it's just a matter that, uh, that some of these people just aren't fucking metal enough. And, um, I mean, Bowie and yeah. Cohen both made incredible albums on their way out, but like, Yep. Still not Bowie. It was still slower. Yeah, they're still different <laughs> albums. I'm saying what I mean is, I know it's not it's not to dismiss the artistry. I just feel like it's hard to make Deloused in the Comatorium 25 years later. I just feel like in your well, 20s and in your 50s, you're making a different album. Like I just think that's natural. Yeah. I don't think that it's mean spirited. I don't think that it's out of place. I just think that like if you are still trying to be a kid, like play kid music. Like it, maybe it's not kid music, and I'm being a fucking uh, ageist asshole. But I feel like there's a, a limit to. Um, what you want to do at a certain point, like we all transform, and I think that that's a, a beautiful thing about the human experience. So it's no, yeah. it's no uh, dismissal. It's just I feel like why are you making this album? Make a different album. That's all. Yeah, I just well, it's just it's just the tracks that we've heard so far aren't very good. We're not. We can't say anything because the album's not out yet. Mm-hmm. True. This. True. These singles aren't. The singles sound yeah. like Those watered really down. Bold. Sus. They're I sus. Ha- I don't have a lot of expectation. <laughs> so. Here's what I want to talk about. Oh yeah, here it is. One one of my favorite bands of the the last few years here, uh, the Viagra Boys. Viagra for boys. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That's not right. It's probably for Shit. boys. Uh, what's what's the uh, the album called? Cave, Cave World. Cave World. Cave World. This would be the third full release from. I think they're from Switzerland. I thought they were Swedish. They Sweden. I thought they were so they're Sweden, Swedish. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm American. I can barely find fucking Omaha. Well, yeah, that's like, something. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Um, that's where they're. From. That's where the three eleven's from. <laughs> you get a grassroots voice. <laughs> I thought they, they were from a carnival cruise. Born on the carnival. <laughs> they oh, were born on the cruise. <laughs> That's where they got their name from the 311 cruise. Can so they cruise. just took the name. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it was, what if it was a cruise beforehand? That'd be so good. That'd be so funny. Um, I love Viagra Boys. They they like to take disco and then make it punk, and and then they add some country to their disco punk and it's really dumb and this guy's really funny it's amazing <laughs> like this, dude this this album has got that jello biafri kind of like vocals going like yeah. hard yeah he does some weird like uh in the song ain't no thief <laughs> yeah. where, like he's just talking like the whole beginning he's talking but like the way he's talking it's cool it, like i don't when I thought I brought my mind, I said, all what, right. What is... <laughs> what? Said, Where did you... Maybe did I you helped him at the grocery store. Distorted <laughs> vocals, right? It's like it's like, it's like like his vocals are actually like crispy and crunchy. It's like static. What's up with shrimp? Away. They have a whole thing with shrimp. It's, it's a running theme. One of the running themes of their... Yeah, now, if you remember, last year at the end of the year, I wanted to do... I wanted to put um, uh, Jazz Welfare on the end of the year, but we couldn't justify it because we actually had a bunch of good albums that we really like wanted to, to push onto our top 10 for the end of the year, right? And um, and I remember, Robert, you were like, yeah, I mean, it's just an okay album. Like, I, I, It's a hit or miss, and it's kind of back and forth and all over the place. And for me, I was like, yeah, but it has all the lore that they built up through these EPs and this last and the first album, you know? So like it continues on and man, I just, and like, I was real in cause I'm always into the concept, right? Like that's always, that's the gimmick that gets me. You got the carryover meta con- like the meta mm-hmm. content within your, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Uh, the shrimp. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but their album, their, their album, uh, record label is like shrimp co. I think. <laughs> awesome. And, they definitely mention it. I don't know if there's anything on the consistency of energy EP, but on the first album, I know Streetworms has one. There's like yeah, where he's talking something. about he well, and the, when he's uh uh, I'm that guy riding by with a fucking shrimp sandwich, man. Like what? <laughs> so okay. I had never really listen to them i don't think i even listened to the jazz welfare one when it was up for whatever but i fucking loved this album 
to the point where I had gone back and went through all of their other albums because it was it's so, so quick just and easy to listen to. Fascinating, dude. Like, uh, I, I, I will say that though, I think we, we, we as we talked about, uh, in our chats that there is that kind of cringy lyric on some of the songs, which are like, you can't you, tell if, well, it, if, it like, like creepy crawlies, right? Like creepy crawlers or whatever. Like that's that the only to me, song that... it, it just reminds me of like like fight for your right like Beastie Boys where you write it satirically, but then the same people that you're making satire about like use it as a well they fucking said it this is fucking gold you know what I mean right like, <laughs> right I, I I feel a little like that with some of the lyrics even even like the Return the whole to thing about the monkey and you know. The troglodyte song. There's just some points that the kinda... troglodyte song. Is I love that, that one like... though, just based on the fucking. Well, chords. well, that one doesn't have any of the stuff. Like, like there is nothing. Like when you listen to the lyrics of that song, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this guy is making fun of the person that fucking rants and raves on the internet and has a bunch of guns and like thinks that they're you know they're gonna fucking save the world with their gun at some point. And he calls him a fucking troglodyte, and it's early in the album, so like you know, like that 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 to me is part of what helps with uh, Cave World is the fact that because this is not this is one of my least favorite Viagra Boy. I can see that listening to the other ones, but the uh, the the fact that he at least put it right in the front with the "you're a fucking troglodyte" for for you know being this internet warrior with a gun type of thing uh helps me not worry so much about the later songs but some of those later songs have lyrics in them where i'm like this sounds almost like you are with the vaccine stuff yeah some of the vaccine message i don't think i can see where they're going but it's still like i don't know well it makes me wonder like wait do you have a problem with the vaccine mr viagra person I would think you'd have to, you really, this is, if you take the songs out of context, you could tell that narrative. But if you listen to it from front to back, there's no questioning that this album is dismissive of that thought process and is making fun of it from the get-go. The first song, uh, Baby Criminal, (laughs) criminal. it's called (laughs) Baby Criminal, and it's about, apparently a real person you said. But like it's about no, it's no. Just, I, I think just, just the oh, nuclear okay. reactor thing. It just re- it just it, reminded me of well. That. So, but what I'm saying though is like this character is clearly he vile, and it's like he used to be a baby, now he's a criminal, and like baby criminal in and of itself is clearly a pun. They wrote the song around that idea, which is funny, and then they move into the second song, which is about an active shooter maniac on the internet, and then it becomes this whole thing about if you it, like. It's it's a satire of if you don't like it get the fuck out because if you don't like it go back to being a monkey. So the whole album is clearly making fun of these maniacs. There's no part in this album where I was like, "Ah, oh. oh, this is sus." By the time it hits creepy crawlers, he has established that he thinks these people are fucking idiots. Oh, and like yeah. he even sounds so. like the way his voice is like he, like his voice he's is different on that track than it They're is on any vaccine, other track. Man. Well, and then he's like, you didn't look at the information. You didn't do your research. Like, he's clearly making fun. There's never, there was never a moment I was upset or worried about his uh, his ideology. Now, right. if the argument you guys are making is that someone could take that and use it, I don't know why they would because they're cool. Like, is this like a Rage Against the Machine moment where they're like, oh, yes. I can't believe yeah, you're political all of wait, a sudden. Yeah, wait a but that just makes you, <laughs> that just feeds into the fact that Viagra Boys is, is a mythological creature who's made fun of these idiots and they think that it's their own. That's funny to me. I thought this album was incredible. I think that this oh, album completely it's- one piece that fits together other than punk rock man or whatever that song punk rock like, loser punk rock loser that one's that's out of one of my favorite fucking jams what? oh of man the i year, love the dude. flow for that too yeah. i like the song i just felt like i feel like the narrative is fuck yeah, weird alt-right I, conservatives but i feel like it, it goes right in line with ain't no thief like they kind of have like a parallel of that storytelling of just i like i loved punk rock loser <laughs> i like the like song one of my favorite like the jams of the year no no, no i get that but like there's so many lines in that song that I cannot help but cheese when he's like fucking singing them, like the promethazine with little Seven Up, like just stupid shit yeah. like that. It's so oh, good. What's 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 the uh, the what, my other favorite one's God, the uh, when, I I spent my money. When we first met, uh, you thought that I could 
or you, when we first met, we thought you could probably change. change. <laughs> I warned you then that I don't seem insane, but I fucking, fucking am. <laughs> and like, he doesn't even care about rhyming. He nope. just like just put a says there, the you know. punchline, basically. I was like, I spend my money on other other things. They come in little plastic bags and they disappear the same night. Like, <laughs> but and some of, some of this does go back to the because they do keep some of the running bit and like the the tracks in between that have like a little bit more spoken part with like echo on the voice or whatever and it's like loose that kind of flow between certain songs like a low hanging which fruit? is half this half this album uh dude i that's a that's a thing that happens on uh, all of their albums that is a, a continuing thing the punk rock loser song i think is meant to kind of touch back in with the follow-up to as like a follow-up to the uh um jazz welfare and worm the street worms because that is kind of the like that song sounds like it should be one of those it's right in those. the narrative for those and so i kind of think they put those those songs in there i i like the way that flows but i do get what you're saying is breaking the narrative to some degree because you've got the yeah. the troglodyte and then the song after punk rock losers is the they're putting creepy, creepy crawlers, crawlers in the, in the vaccines, in the- He's making fun of himself on Punk Rock Loser, which fits the narrative. It's a bunch of, I mean, like, it doesn't, it's not so abrasive. And also, I like that song better than some of the other ones. Like, I I yeah. like um, ADD and I like uh, the cognitive trade-off hypothesis. Like, I like the low-key, sort of, like, slower, almost disco dancey ones that are, like, bouncy bass rhythms with, like, that weird horn once in a while. Like, I like those songs. I also like how he sings on that track. It's... I- like I, I I mean that that one seems like written wise, it's harder to put it into the narrative of crazy right wing world with like he's making fun of punk rock losers is what he's doing. He's saying I'm actually a loser, and I fucking don't well, care. Well, no, but also no, I'm a no, loser. no. He says I ain't your average punk rock loser. I, right, yeah, right, he wears, right. It's it's not so, real gold, man. Yeah. It's fucking I mean, fake. I think that I think that it's great that he's making fun of himself, and I think that uh, like it gives a little more credence to the story. Also, he's making fun of a person. Like this whole album is making fun of a person. I, you know, you take I, uh, a step back from it. I, I there is there is something that we've just like I don't know how we haven't brought the song up yet because there's one to me that I'm just like, why the fuck is this here? Big boy, big boy, big yeah. boy. Oh my god, yes, okay, yeah, <laughs> yep. Um. I don't, I never needed, I never need, I never, ever, ever wanted that. I never needed that. I would have been fine with it being a B-side on a single, and I'd never see it again. I love that fucking Sleefer mods show up. Like, hell yeah, Sleefer mods, bring them in, please. I love those guys, or at least the one guy that that they bring The British dude? uh, Yeah. Uh... But if you, if you haven't if you haven't listened to Sleeper Mods, go listen to Sleeper Mods. That stuff is oh, oh, oh fucking good. You got to be ready for some cheeky shit though. Like you don't cheeky don't go in expecting it. that you're gonna get rocked. You know you want you want some you're gonna hear some funny some funny lines from a very very British man. Uh, fucking yeah, big big boy. <laughs> big, big, big big love. I can't like. Now that I've listened to it like five, six times, like it comes on and I'm like, I'll be walking. I'll be like, yeah, okay. Like when they do the keep it real. Oh my God. I can't even hit that. Like it's bad. It's bad. And it sounds bad, but I think it's supposed to be bad. It it almost sounds like a fucking uh, Hanson Umbop beat (laughs) to me. It once again, Uh, it goes back to like Punisher on the back of a truck with an American flag. Like, I think that that song is like funny. Like, this album is so dumb. Like, this, can we just say that this album is stupid as fuck? Like, I love this album, yeah. and I'm yeah. going to rate it very highly because I think it's an incredible album, but it's intentionally dumb. It's intentionally Purposely. stupid. Mm-hmm. It's yep. so incredibly dumb that it, that it hits. Crafted. And so this song stands out as one of the dumbest of the dumb because it's like, oh, big man shit. Like, I'm a big guy. I pay my rent. I right. work hard and shit. And I just think it's the funniest man. fucking shit. And then it goes into ADD yeah, and it's like, I have ADD. And I'm like, that's a funny ass transition. <laughs> that shit's funny as fuck. I'm going to go back uh, to Welfare Jazz because I feel like this album to me is better than that one because it feels like it's a more cohesive narrative. But maybe when I listen to this again well, after listening to this, I might It kind of depends on what you want out of it. I feel like Welfare yeah. Jazz is really good, but like this I one has it. a couple tracks that. that are like way like more upbeat and like just fucking are go, sure. go, go, go. 
Yeah, like, there's more energy yeah. that comes out like, of this it, one. It, uh, jazz but not and it does too, it doesn't hit streetworms energy nothing no. has hit streetworms energy and i i miss it like that that was man i i when when i discovered that album when that album when the deluxe edition came out i listened to that thing for like an entire year like every day ever like walking to work oh what am i gonna listen oh to yeah that's one with uh, that nothing. Amphetam- anarchy or whatever that jam's fucking yeah, awesome anarchy. yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, but, so, but back to big boy, the Bob, Bob's big boys. I need a big, big girl, guys. I need a big, 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 big girl. girl. The, I, when it gets to the middle and it almost turns into this like house, like breakbeat fucking you know, electronic song. Like in the middle, when yeah. I can't remember. Don't you want it? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it get, it gets that like house lounge keyboard going. The like when it when that comes in, the, there's a moment where I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. Like this thing is all a big joke, and the cool part is that there's like a little lounge electronic break 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 beat part that's gonna happen here. Not even break beats. They're fucking. Drum breaks, though, you know? This album ends on a story about a Japanese man who decapitates another Japanese man in a business, and they clean it up, and that's the end of the day. This album is incredible, and I fucking love it. It's so good. Why does the album end like that? Because it's incredible. (laughs) That's why. Kind of glossed over, (laughs) but, like, I swear, like, I fucking knew at least a couple people... That were dead on that similarity and ain't no thief. <laughs> like that to me was absolutely like holy shit. That's like I fucking knew a couple of these people that would blatantly be like, "No, this is this is mine, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a scumbag. Yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing. A, <laughs> it's like, no matter no matter what, Viagra Boys songs are almost always a character uh, of like a scumbag character oh, that one's so good too that's though. it's so good and, yeah. and it's that song the shrimp and a boat like the way he sings that one just makes me laugh I, the the way he uses words and refuses to um actually like stick to what you would expect him to do like rhyme scheme wise right. Like like in punk rock loser where he just keeps saying he's loose and like <laughs> like a low hanging fruit was, like, man. that's a bad line <laughs> I'm yeah, loose. like this it's <laughs> just like it's not like like the way he and the way he keeps bringing it into like you think he's gonna say something right he's just like you know i fucking no man i told you i'm loose <laughs> he ends it on that too he's like i told yep. you i I'm told loose. you through this whole song <laughs> it's so good should that, i rhyme here should, that one should i find another like word or or like no no i'm just gonna use the same one i'm gonna give up on the rhyme. Mean, i might even just say it and then like let music play for a minute that's cool fuck it yeah, this uh, album was I, a blast. That's all I have to say. Where are you guys putting it? What are you rating it? What's the rating? I'm original, dude. For real. I think this album is four or five. Yeah, I'd say it's probably like between Come Original and Amber. Um, I just feel like there's some moments with it that don't hit as hard or... I, I, like, I feel like there's some things that they could have carried more thoroughly through the album. If not, like, or gone a different direction, like it, it. So, but the times that they do fucking hit so hard for me that yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably more. I I'd probably like a four and a half, probably. Second best black mini album of the week, dude. Second best. <laughs> uh, Second best. I. I'm going more like down. Down, but like high, like three point five. I can't give it the yeah. I um. I was leaning back then there's, forward with my rating, but I still really like it. There's there's no fucking song about dogs working in espionage. <laughs> there's no frog strap. Goddamn frogs, man. There's no there's no country folk cover song. I'm upset. 
There's genital okay. frog rubbing though, isn't there? Rubbing frogs on your genitals. Yeah, there is. Point? There is. Yeah. There is a yeah. frog. There. Yeah, there is a frog that shows up. So like, I guess I'll give them three point three point six. I'll give them one uh, like a point one point back. Okay, but that's still I'm just staying it down. Basically, uh, it's better than better than mid. I love this album. I you know I just I can't give it the full four. It's not happening, especially not because I didn't like ADD. I didn't really like uh, Big Boy. Um, cognitive tra- trade-off hypno. Okay, I kind of liked that one. Yeah, that was a good so one. Good. <laughs> so good. What's yeah, it got to do but... with me, dude? What? What do these monkeys have to do with me and my ADD? That shit is great. And then they do ADD, which makes ADD. Yep. They do ADD. Yep. Dude, I love that fucking shit. It's so good. Yeah. Now for me, yeah, I think it was a. To me, it was the intro into this band. I feel like uh, I I had not listened to them previously, even though you ranted and raved about them for so long. I feel like it was I, always like. Oh, I have actual things I have to listen to. And then when I-, I have met one real person ever that knows this band. I have been asked while listening to this band, like at work, you know, like bars and stuff. Who is this? Why don't I know this already? This is really good. And I always hear, I hear it all the time. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you fucking like, how come nobody's listened to this? I've met one person who one day I was listening to it and he walked up and was like, Oh, Viagra Boys. Hell yeah. And then walked away. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, very cool. fitting. Cool, dude. You, you want some shrimp? Like, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> uh, but I think that this, the the last album was definitely their more, their push towards getting into like some more public, uh, the, the public eye. And this album, I think, is probably going a little bit further because I saw they did an interview with uh, with the melon guy, with the flannels, you know, that guy. The, the other, the other, the popular, um, music review guy, that guy. And, uh, bald boy that, that, huh? Bald boy. Bald boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Hipster bald boy with the mustache. Yeah. They did, they did it. They did an interview with him. They, they dropped his needle or whatever. Nice. And, uh, I don't like talking about him. He can fuck off anyways. Not that (laughs) I dislike him or anything. I just don't like talking about him. We, we do a similar thing and I don't like it. Not the freak, right? (laughs) It's not the it's not the same either. We're fucking. He talks to himself. There's three of us. We're literally a podcast. We and we're not doing like review. Re- this is our only reviews. We're doing full discographies normally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but they're they're popular enough now where they're like showing up in that crowd. Not that he was unaware of them before. Or yeah, I would like say that, I'm sure I, he was listening to it from the get. Yeah, I think that's definitely like a step, and the fact that. Uh, Sleaford Mods guy is on here, and the the last album had um whatever her name is, Emil the Sniffers, Emil and the Sniffers, Amy Lul and the Sniffers. I don't know if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, go look them up. They're cool. It's like garage rock band, girl fronted. So they've been starting to get these guest spots that just indicate to me that they're more getting more involved. Climbing up there, yeah, yeah, and their sound is softening a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, I think that's uh, just, just the sound, not necessarily the lyrics or <laughs> what they're about. Because this shit all sounds like just drugged out. Oh, yeah. It's... Like every every album he's talking about doing drugs, it sounds like they don't need to care about their music so much as long as they're just like bringing some noise. Homeboy's like hilarious too. I ended up like... Uh doing some uh, research on him and then like ended up on their Instagram and it's like, dude, it's just... Oh, he has an Instagram, yeah, huh? They, well, the Viagra boys do. Because he's a tattoo... He's a tattoo artist. It, he's fucking tatted and loves to play on to the size of his belly. Like, there's some... <laughs> it's fucking amazing. <laughs> well, he's a big, big boy. <laughs> big, big boy. And he's boy. got a belly. <laughs> that, that line, that... That little rant when he passes the mic. So I'm going to pass the mic. What, dude? Come on. Shut up. I'm big boy when he hands it over to the Sleeper Mods guy. Oh, yeah. And, and like, I don't even think that guy wrote anything. I've, I've, what's this? Jason William, Williamson. That's that's who it is. It doesn't even sound like he tried to write anything. It's like he literally heard the song for the first time. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's a big, big boy. Big boy. <laughs> big boy. Uh got a belly what's he do he doesn't you know he's like a rock star he's a belly uh, not like what you'd expect okay big boy 
Don't you want it? Let's go. I'm leaving now. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like at the end of one of the streets tracks, there's this dude that goes off on a rant about getting shrimp stuck in your teeth or something, and everybody laughs about it, but it's like he's not a rapper, clearly, or no one cares about him. And it's like, yeah, cool, <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't know if you'd call that guy or the guy from Sleaford Mods a rapper. I don't know if I'd call what Sleaford Mods does rapping. Like yelling at you with a really thick accent. Stop yelling at me. About th- just about things. Like if they're like they're mad that the guy got like somebody cut them off in traffic, but they're yelling at you. <laughs> you know, not at you, but they're just yelling about the thing. But you're the one that's there. Listening. That's what Sleaford yeah. Mod does. Except I think they bring like a tape recorder that has like a bass line and a drum track on it. It's amazing. Go listen to Sleaford Mods and Viagra Boys. Do it. The, Do the it. end. That's it. See you next uh, time. Ne- next week, we're going to talk about... Um, Dizzy. Rascal. Yeah. Because it's Grime Grime Month. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk about Grime. Enjoy, mother. Peeps. Beep, beep, the, beep. The, the, the mother of Elon Musk's child. <laughs> one, one of them. One of them. I was going to say. That man's a piece of trash. Oh, he's yeah. garbage, dude. Yeah. That garbage man, whole human family being. fucking can fuck off. Hmm. Terrifying. Uh, while you're thinking about Elon Musk's whole family fucking off and dying, uh, you could go to trashpitcity.com or trashbugs.com or isitworsethan.com. Maybe I keep saying I'll do an update. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do it now. Maybe I'll do it tonight. Maybe I'll go drinking. I don't know. Hard to say. Don't care. Don't care what you think. Okay? How about that? Fuck off. Tune in next week with The Thing, full episode on Grime Month. And uh, for Hatter and Robo Slush, I'm R. Crow. And, and I love you. Love you. Bye. Deuces. Poo poo.